And we are live. Welcome hey, ben, to the fourth, episode, the fourth episode of the Love Story Podcast, the Steroids Love Story Podcast. Uh, the Steroids Love Story Podcast, yeah, sure. Steroidsource.ca, Steroidsource.ca. And uh, we have with us from Poland, Dominic Mitch, who we both had lived in Montreal, but we never meet each other in Montreal. No, I actually was doing cardio a couple of times in front of your office at the gym. When you still had the office of Monster. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yes, 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 I remember because I was going to see Claude Drew. Yeah, That's yeah, I've seen him a lot of times there too. Very nice guy, very knowledgeable, very, uh, so to say, kosher on the dosages like and, and everything like that. Very smart person. Very smart person. I, I yeah. respect him a lot. Anyway, this show is all about you, brother, and it's about yeah. knowing you, what's your mission, what's your contribution, what, what we can learn from, from the drugs, from the, the chemical, from the enhancement, from the performance, the focus. So uh, your crowd doesn't know you that much, and I mean, my crowd doesn't know you, and my, your crowd doesn't know me, so... Uh, well, they do, they actually do know you quite a little bit. Uh, Emil knows you well, and thank oh, you for yeah. that again. You took uh, an excellent care of uh, of that guy, and uh, I took excellent care. I really, I, 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 uh, I welcome him like he was a brother with uh, outstanding hospitality. Uh, and he won, and he took the overall at, the, at each show. And he has a wonderful genetics, and it's a man of class. Definitely, definitely one of the outstanding guys over here. You know. Definitely yeah. one of the outstanding guys over here, hard worker and, uh, you know, listens, uh, has ideas, always talks. It's, it's always, it's, it's all about communication with your athletes, right? If you don't communicate with them, you don't know what they're like. We don't know how, how they will react to anything you give them. True. You know? Very true. Very smart. Uh, me and you, we talked about, uh, about, uh, what cycles we like and uh, how we prep our guys. And uh, I think, uh, me and you were almost the same, uh, Last time we talked before, uh, there's some kind of, uh, similarities. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. A lot of, oh. a lot of, a lot of storms are now, nowadays are coming strong into Poland. And, uh, you, I know you were one of the first using storms. I was, uh, I was, let's say the second curve of SARM. So I was not at the avant-garde of, I, I think the first time I had SARMs in my end was six, seven years ago. It was still a bit trendy-ish. And uh, I remember it was kind of midways popular. And I said, uh, what is that? What is it? Stuff but what, I, do you, I, what, do you, what do you what do you think of using SARMs? I know, like I tell people, I try to educate them. SARMs are not the uh, backbone of your cycles, and never will be, right? They never will be. No, no, no. You know, SARMs are SARMs are great for mid twenty years old that wants to have a beach look, and they don't want to do uh, long cycle, short duration. You know, I want to do. Uh, a summer cycle at the beach to take my shirt off and look like a, a fitness model. That's that's SARM will do that, but SARM will not make you win the national, especially in Poland with those big guys. You know, like you know, it's not gonna uh, they, happen. They, they, they do. You know what? I think they find a place as a great addition to uh, more towards when you're prepping, as as most of them will harden you up and be the you know the the anabolic of the, of the, of the cycle. I do like using, you know, some of the fat burners, like the, uh, cardenine. Uh, it doesn't matter which athletes. Because it's great all around. Sorry for bodybuilding. It will keep you in shape all year round. Yeah. I think, you know? Yeah, true. But at the same time, it depends who, what, um, and you know, if, I find that if you take a big bodybuilder and he's already kind of in moderate cycle and you had SARMs to it, often it's kind of, it's almost like it's not, SARMs are not that toxic, but on a big guy doing the already a moderate cycle, it's kind of a, 
almost a chaos. So it's not like often very appealing. Maybe for male physique or classic, I will say yes. But for the upper, like, monster, I mean, I would not give SARMs to Rami, for example. Well, for sure not, right? Yeah. But- uh, same with same same with peptides. You you also like the peptide sides of the uh, of the force, so to say. I, I like the peptide to heal to heal tendon, mm-hmm. cartilage, spinal glands, cardian. Uh, uh, you know, like right now with the virus, you know, we're all pro timosin alpha one for even uh, optimization. But when it comes to build muscle. Unless you're freaking millionaire and want to spend like 200000 on myostatin blocker, I'm not really a fan of peptide. I'm a fan of peptide because I'm older. I did bodybuilding for almost like 20 years and, you know, I kind of hicks and pains and this and that and I'm, I'm not going to use painkiller. So it has a good cost-effective mm-hmm. for healing. Yeah. Especially as, uh, also as a great addition, I would say, to, uh, to TRT uh, protocols. Especially now with the new one, it's not that much known. There's KISS peptide that kind of help LH, HPTA, free testosterone. It's like almost like a, 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 a healthier alternative of HCG and tryptorelin, Clomid all taken together. So it's very interesting. I'm going to try it in a week or two. So I'll, I'll let everyone know. It just came out. So it's pretty very, very new. I think there's one or two distributors worldwide so far, but the, the research are beautiful. So as steroids has kind of remained the same for the last 20 years, in terms of PCT, that, that's quite it. Yeah, yeah, that has advanced quite a lot. Yeah, has advanced. Yeah. Has, the protocols have been changed uh, quite a, also a bit of times. You know, yes. even, even, even if you look at the original Michael Scully protocol, it's been changed how many times now, right? Oh, yeah, because everything goes so fast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and just the beginning of it. Yeah. Well, exactly. And then I find out a lot of that, uh, you know, uh, people will, will uh, react differently to the same compounds at the same dosage at the same duration, you know? Like, you really, you have to be in touch with your athlete, especially if, you, if you're going inside him with hormones, right? It's about love, security, nurturing, yeah. father figure, all those stuff. Those are interpersonal dynamic, which I like, which is kind of my strength because I use a, let's say, a neurobiosocial model of coaching toward development using hormones. But I have two questions for you. It's like, why did you, why did you go from Montreal to Poland? What's the, what's the relationship between Canada and Poland for you? Personally, symbolically, vocation, professionally? You know what? I, I left Poland when I was 13 years old. I, I left it for, uh, at the time it was West Germany, so I lived in Germany for two and a half years, and then I moved to, uh, to Canada. We just emigrated for better standards of living, I guess, so to say, right? So I finished my school, my high school's in, 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 in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I do not recommend going there. <laughs> it's pretty quiet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dead, you know, it's boring. It's, if you're a farmer, fine, but yeah, stay away from that part of Canada. Uh, then I lived a couple of uh, years in, uh, on the West Coast, British Columbia. I used to live in Okanagan Valley. I lived in Kelowna. I lived in, uh, on Vancouver Island in Victoria and in oh, Vancouver. beautiful place. Gorgeous. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful, but it's, it's expensive. Yeah, very expensive. You know, but uh, the, everything. You've got the high mountains. You've got the ocean. So how did you end in Montreal? Why? Well, we decided to go to across to do a cross Canada drive from from Vancouver. Oh, that's a long drive. How long did it take? A week. <laughs> you know what? We we bought a we bought a Datsun. I believe it was a Datsun five ten for four hundred dollars in Vancouver. Oh my god! <laughs> we went all the way Calgary up to Edmonton, all the way north. You know, we came down to uh, Montreal through. Uh, uh, through uh, Quebec City on this, uh, you know, uh, Appalachia, those in the mountains there, I forget the names. Uh, and the car lasts or you had to repair all the way down? No, the car lasted. The car lasted in Montreal for over a year because we decided to stay in Montreal because we fell in love with the city. And the car lasted over a year. We did like 40,000 clicks on a $400 car and we scrapped oh. it. That's karma, bro. That's karma. And you decided to stay in Montreal. Yeah. Montreal, I stayed, what, 16 years almost? 
No. I fin I, I I didn't finish my university. I uh, I quit after two years. Uh, then I was just you know working, getting by, and uh, then I got sick. I got sick and I got diagnosed with uh, low testosterone. I no, actually found a doctor. Yeah, I found a doctor on Saint Denis. No, no, sorry. It was a corner corner of Saint Denis and uh, Montreal. There's a little clinic over. I believe it's a it's a grocery store. There's a little clinic there. I found the doctor, and uh, he was open to dialogue. He gave me the uh, gave me the labs to do and uh, consulted with me and put me on testosterone therapy. That oh, was you were? Uh, that was 18 years ago. And you were uh, old. Uh, 31. 31? Yeah. Oh my God, you're, you're, you're almost 50? 46, bro. 46, I'm 45, so we're the same age. So there you go. what did you bring you as a, as a the, the chem guru you are now? What, what happened after that? It was like You start taking testosterone and you, you went to the rabbit hole of knowledge. <laughs> That's it. You know, when you, when you get sick, right? And uh, at that time, and even still at this time of, uh, of uh, uh, day and age, there is no many doctors that actually know hormonal therapy very well and how to proceed with patients, right? Yeah. Canada, US, it doesn't matter where you go. There is, you know, there is a couple of doctors that will help you and are willing to experiment because it's still, that's what it is. It's an experiment. Hormonal therapy, it's an experiment. And don't let anybody tell you different. It's a freaking experiment. Because everybody, everybody inside is different. You may react differently to 150 milligrams of, of uh, cipionate uh, every seven days than me. You may need less. You may need more. I may need less. I may need more to be at the top levels, to feel like we're supposed to feel at our age. Most people don't know how good they can feel. True. I started researching, researching, and, you know, uh, I came to Poland because a friend of mine wanted to open a hormonal therapy clinic. Uh, so I came here and uh, and uh, and we did that. I met with a couple of doctors, and uh, right now uh, I'm working for a for a company. We do seminars uh, for for everybody, basically who wants to learn. I have two seminars: uh, brain doping and uh, doping in sports. Brain doping and doping in doping, sports. Yeah, doping in hormones in sports. Brain doping meaning all the nootropics and, 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 you know, how to cope with stress and blah, 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 all this to get your mind clear because we all know brain controls everything, right? Yeah, it's a brain-centric model, but uh, it's in humility, even though it sounds like anthropocentrism. I find the brain model kind of a, the modern logical awareness, and it makes a lot of sense when you look at the evolutionary argument and the developmental argument when it comes to brain-oriented uh, knowledge, which is a bit my home per se. You know, I'm pretty fluent in functional neurology somehow, but um, let's talk about brain doping. So what's, what's your favorite drug for focus? Let's say learning, podcasting, uh, processing, uh, thinking, feeling. There's, there is only one that matters. There is only one that matters, and it's modafinil. Is it, isn't that too strong? You know, but 50 milligrams a day. That's what, all, yeah. that's all what I need. A quarter of a tub. I'm thinking about you know, it. You know what, the, the, the general consensus, you know the general consensus is, and it has been when you were competing, and it still is around, the more you take, the better it will work. And it's exactly the opposite. The less you take, the better mix of things you do, the better it will work. And I have proven it, proven it time and time again. This is where exactly where we agree to each other is yeah. that kind of a strategical, uh, experiential base into the individual in terms of multi-parcomacology. Yeah. Exactly. So you're considering neurotransmitter, hormones, growth hormone, and Whatever that comes Correct. out. Exactly. If the brain isn't working, if your head isn't oh, you're there. You're my brother, man. You're my brother, if, man. If your head isn't there, it doesn't make any if you take two Gs or three Gs of trenbolone, you won't make it stage ready. There is no fucking way. And you know.
There is no simpler way of putting it. If you had isn't there, if everything that's behind your head, you know, causing you anxiety problems and thinking, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not pushing hard enough. Maybe I'm not pushing too hard. Maybe this, maybe that. No, no, no. Your mind is going to blow up before you even touch the stage. And you won't know, you perfectly know what happens when cortisol fucking turns you over. In 15 minutes, we'll get fat blob. Yeah, true. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so uh, you know, me, I use I use a lot of I do I, okay a lot of nootropics. That's a, that's a harsh word. I I like using nootropics in the last three to six weeks of prep time, when they really need it, when the head needs to be clearer, when the dopamine needs to be higher than it is. You know, especially the dopamine and the serotonin. And you don't think the modafinil for four or five weeks at low dose will have no, neurotransmitter no. withdrawal? No, no, I'm not talking about monafini in that case. No, that's that's only on sporadic use when when someone yeah, yeah. goes to school or 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 uh, when they you know. Think, they have, uh, Twenty milligrams once a week would not be harmful. Yeah, I'm using some some other nootropics like like uh, like hordenine or pia or stuff like that that naturally raises dopamine. I try not to use uh, things like L-Dopa because that's dangerous. That could be overdosed and uh, it could turn you around uh, in no time. But sporadically, maybe twice a week, 250 milligrams of L-Dopa, uh, 250 to 300 milligrams of PEA, 100 milligrams of Cordenine. It's more than enough. Just to raise the dopamine a little bit so the athlete feels better at the end of his prep. And he's, go he's going to be ready. For me, he has to be ready four weeks before the stage. Then we can play loading, uh, sodium, whatever. If he's not ready four weeks of the, before the stage, he ain't going to be ready for the stage. That's, that's, that's what I think. The, the four most important weeks at the end, it's where the, all the, the head the starts getting in. The knowledge of filling up the guy. Yeah. And same, same people forget that a lot of hormones also act as... Uh, uh, as uh, yeah. exactly, uh, you know, controlling estrogens. Simple as that. Proper control of estrogens, for example. It doesn't matter if you're bulking. If but you're do heavy. you think it's better to heavily control estrogen at the last four weeks out, or no. you do it from twenty weeks out and you modulate as is exactly? I do it from twenty weeks out or sixteen weeks out or three months out, whatever. But I do. I don't do it with the uh, with the uh, with the oncological drugs. I try to I try to uh, build the cycle with compounds, so the compounds will be more anabolic at the beginning, stronger and stronger anabolically, not the on the on the on the androgenic side. Okay, so the body is dry. He will gain muscle mass if he eats enough of proteins. A okay? protein is an anabolic. You give him enough wind stroll, he's going to grow as fuck. You know that. It's a hard drug, though. I know, but no more than four. You know what? Four weeks is more than enough. Yeah, yes, totally. Yes. Yeah, we agree on that. Yeah. You know, it does the job. It's counted out. It will dry you out. You can use food as diuretics. You, add, you, you raise protein intake, you, 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 you start sweating like a pig. True. You know, I never, I never use Lasix of anybody ever. You never use what? Lasix. No, no, no. That's too radical. That's but too it's radical. very popular in Poland, even in bikini. Imagine that. It's, it's, it works on some people. It depends what kind of diet you are. You know, I find that if you're high clean carb diet for like 20 weeks out, and you have that kind of, uh, let's say you temper water with aldactone and you end up with very radical, high carbs, full up with classics. It could work, but to me, it seems too much like gambling. It's not like you're it's throwing deep, you're throwing dice and you could win or not. Yeah, too much gambling and it's, it's too dangerous for the health. You know what Lasix can do, right? That's that's where everybody you know falls down on the stage because, and same people have not enough education about stuff they're taking. You know that's why we're coming out with these seminars, and right now because of the 
epidemic, right? But everybody's talking about every freaking 30 seconds. Uh, these seminars got canceled and uh, we're coming out with webinars. So that's going to be easier for people to attend because they can basically do it from the toilet seat, right? Yeah, it's going to be the, 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 the online format. So now Pauline is under uh, lockdown, right? A bit like yeah. Well, basically lockdown not as harsh as 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 uh, as is there voluntary lockdown? I'm sorry. Is all business are closed and it's a voluntary lockdown? Something like that? No, <laughs> no, it's not like that. The, the, the restaurants are closed, pubs are closed, the stores are open, so people can still go buy groceries. Yeah. Uh, churches and public uh, public places are closed. There is no concerts. Everything has been cancelled. Uh, all the bodybuilding shows have been cancelled until further notice. Uh, we were prepping for uh, Olympia in uh, in uh, Marbella, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, <laughs> told them, you know, if you don't have a place to train like you trained before, hard like a gym, fully equipped, go on TRT doses. You know, stop, stop bombarding yeah, your bodies. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Stop bombarding your bodies because you don't know when it's going to happen again. Everything is going to come back. Muscle, muscle memory first of all, and then chemical memory, right? <laughs> To me, yes, it's, uh, my friend goes like, oh, I want to still doing my cycle, even though I can only train home. And I let, you know what I answered to him? I said, training is benching three, four hundred, squatting three, four hundred, leg pressing seven, eight hundred. If you're going to do that, yeah. let's say a rowing of two, two fifty, it's not really training for a guy on a on one gram of test. It, make, it makes yeah. no sense. You have to. No, you don't use one gram of test to do walking lunge with uh, 10 pounds dumbbell home. It makes no sense. It's, 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 a, yeah. it's an unnecessary toll on the health. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Hope, hope people will listen. <laughs> listen to your wisdom because this one has lots of value right now. But us, we're lucky in Toronto. We have, uh, I think we have three gyms open. They might close soon, you know, they're going to close once someone like complain, whatever, but uh, lucky us, there's not that many people go and people who go there, they seem very respectful of distancing and contact and stuff. So we, we can technically train, but you know, not that many people working out in the gym, yeah. but Toronto being so wealthy, a bit like New York, you know, most of people have their own gym or they have their own gym in two condo if they allow someone to go, but it's often just one person alone with his trainer and that's it. You know? How come you're in Toronto right now? It's been a while, I, right? I moved I move, uh, about 15 months ago. I moved because uh, I, I got into uh, coaching modalities that was pretty much, I would not label it like luxury, but maybe not the most affordable one. In Montreal, it was more at, the, at a pace that they were paying food and rent. There is nothing much left. So before you hire a coach, it's kind of a, you know, it's like you need lots of luxury before your priority hits there. And once I move in, in Toronto, just the business pick up right away. And it was like, sadly enough, maybe that's made me a bit love and hate with, me, with my white French culture, but I didn't like the relationship with money. I, the, I one in, the one in Quebec? The one in Quebec, no. No, not at all. I find that people want everything cheap. It's like someone, you talk to him for an hour and then you got the voice that you could hire me, we could work together and you disappear. All don't, the ever, time. Don't, don't ever move to Poland. Don't move to Poland. Yeah. yeah. So don't. in Toronto, people, they, go, they come at you and they say, you know what? I want you. I need you. I will hire you. How much you cost? Oh, this is how much you cost. I'm sending it. Thank you. Yeah. That's her. And yeah. that was like, that was to me heaven. You know, maybe I'm bad at selling myself or whatever. I have no clue what was wrong with me. But here, everything goes well to me till that. Yeah, and people, talk, and people talk and clients come. And people talk and clients come. You know, it always works like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Today, it's still deaf to mouth reputation and stuff. And uh, No, I, you know, I've, I've, I've been in the shadow, but I've, I've been watching you, you know, from, from the days that you had your uh, little office there at the gym, and now you're in Toronto, you know, having a condo and having the life. Everybody can make it. Just they have to move their asses. Yeah. 
Well, I spent I a came, fortune. I came in to Poland. I came to Poland. I came to Poland with only one gym bag. And that's it. That's it. You had double citizenship. Yeah. Okay. My house. My house is still in Kerfo. I'm renting it. Really? Wow! You yeah. didn't know, brother. How's how's the custom regulation in Poland and the steroid culture? Is it open? Is it closed? Is it open? Closed mind, open mind. People go in jail. To tell you the care? truth, I, I I'm not the right. I'm not okay. I don't have any natural friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Me neither. Okay. And uh, yeah, well, when but people from the outside, when people from the outside world look at us. Uh, they think we you know, we just all of us are dumb uh, 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 club uh, uh, bouncers. The general public. Yeah, the general public. Yeah, you know, but yeah, no, there is there is very smart people. There is uh, there is a lot of uh, influencers that are good that are doing their job and uh, and uh, everything is uh, like it's supposed to be. But uh, like you know. It's a different country. People here hear her have a mentality that uh, me, I've lost when I left. Because I, I left when I was very young, and then I lived, lived in Canada for very long. And I tried to avoid, from the first week when I landed in Winnipeg, I tried to avoid Polish community. And there's a reason for it, but let's leave it. And uh, that mentality escaped me and when I came here, I've noticed very, very fast that, especially in Warsaw, people do have a lot of money. There's more exotic cars than uh, Toronto and Montreal combined. Can you believe? Wow. For real. It's, it, they, they have a very extensive contemporary art culture. I know yeah. that. But the mentality is still like 50 years behind the Africa. So if you're doing good, you must be stealing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that, that kind of a mentality still. So uh, me, I'm staying true to myself. I'm telling people how it is. I never fucking uh, covered a covered a shed in a shiny in a shiny paper, so to say. Some people hate me, but when they get to know me, they start liking me. Yeah, we have a twisted sense of humor too. Of You're course, I do. Colorful. I'm an, I'm, I'm an Aries. The fuck did you expect? <laughs> oh, we 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 chat here and there for like five years, and I think the first time we chat, I still remember your name and who you were because you really kind of stands out. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a it's a beautiful, great gift of gratefulness to have style and authenticity. It takes time to have that kind of. Originality, especially when it comes to humor. Humor needs a, a very specific intelligence. But let's go back to drugs. So how you think you can reach a healthy off-season at 300 pounds if you're 5'11"? What's the Dominic Mitch for taller guys, 300 pounds off-season formula within, let's say, a at 10 to 13% body fat range. What's, what's your, what's your, what's your roadmap? Hold on. I will send you a picture of that 300 guy right now. Okay. Over Facebook. Thank you. We will see what I think. Where is he? <laughs> We're live on podcast. I won't take too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can imagine, you know, it's kind of a, Especially with the Russian Polish genetic, they're a big guy. They have this, and yeah, um, he, he is from that area, you know, from that corner where the Russia has the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. I would say yes, you of course correct. But look at him, and uh, he's almost. Six foot tall. Got the picture. Oh yeah! At the heaviest, this is at his heaviest before the he he had a knee con uh, contusion that we already fixed, and he's getting back on track, uh, starting uh, 
Monday, how they say. <laughs> uh, that picture is at 146 kilo. So about 300. Oh, yeah. 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 And he there could, was no. Could have and some and, and there was pool. It is really balanced. I mean, it's like maybe it's the angle of the picture, but arms are full. Forearms are like ridiculously big. I mean, it's enormous. Even lower last insertion are good. Abs balanced, small waist, very curvy inner outer legs quad. Yeah, maybe not. You know, bigger bigger calves won't hurt. But uh, that was the, that was the shape that we we're gonna start prepping. 12 weeks ago. Beautiful. Beautiful. And if I tell you there was, there was no more than 750 milligrams of test a week, would you believe? I would believe it, but... Um, of course, there were other compounds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like other compounds more than I like test. <laughs> it's not the first time I, 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 I heard that. But I never I go. All the, I but I never go. I never go all the combination with other all, all the other compounds uh, to uh, more milligrams than the testosterone is. One to one is the most I go. Unless unless it's masterone, but that's before the stage. Yeah, it's a different compound altogether, right? But uh, yeah, I like to keep the test mostly at. So what was your six. nutrition? What was your nutrition for that type of testosterone level? You know what? I don't do nutrition. I always tell people, get somebody who's more capable, more knowledgeable on, on a nutrition side and get somebody that's more knowledgeable and more capable on the training side. Get a team because one guy cannot know everything. There Me, no the only way. thing I find that I'm weak personally is maybe periodization because, you know, it's like I don't have 10 years of my life to just study periodization. And I'm not a big fan of posing too. I could do it, but I'm not a specialist. So me, I kind of like that team of chiropractic, osteopathic, me as a coach with a posing coach and a personal trainer. And with that five, I, I cover all. I mean, like almost encyclopedia. I don't know if it's arrogant for me, but. I study so much transcendental approach that I could say that you know they still need five people, which is a, which is a lot. A min minimum is three people. You need a Cairo. You, you need a to get massaged for sure. You need a coach, and you need a trained nutritionist. You know, that's the always best that's actually worked out for us so far, and it was always like that. But uh, yeah, then I had another guy. Uh, we finished, we did a, like a pre-competition uh, pre trial, you know, to get him as cut as possible, but he wasn't going to compete, just to see how different stuff works on him. And uh, at the end of bulking, we were at almost 11,000 11, calories. How much? 11,000 calories. 11,000. Holy yeah. moly. Wow. Most I rev that guy was 12,000. While competing. But, but to jump, you know, there's always, I always found that between 8,000 and 10,000 calories, all of them, even physique guys, because I had one physique guy also going almost 10,000 calories a day. Uh, that between the eight and 10,000. But is that, is that like a 75% carb ratio? Has to be our car. Forty, you know, thirty. No, but 50, 50, 50 carbs for sure. Yeah, fifty percent carbs. You know, but don't forget, uh, twice a week a pizza, a, a burger here and there. But I try to make the cycle so he doesn't get fat while having a burger or a pizza on his boat. Well, that, make, that makes us very different. Me, I'm more, let's say, let's say. I, I, I was going to uh, ask you that. I was going to ask you that because I know you often, you, you all, all, also tell you guys to wake up at night and eat. Say what? You also tell you guys to wake up at night and eat every three hours, no? Y yes, but for, for 220 plus. But uh, I, I'm a fan of eight meals a day, but I tend to be... I tend to start at 200 carb-ish 
And then what I do is show me you can get lean on that. And if they do, then I increase. But if they don't, or they, they go metabolically in advance, I tend to push the protein very high, maybe too high. That's, yes, it's a bit acidic, but I'm a big fan of protein. Even though the guy is on steroids and growth hormone and insulin, blah, blah, and technically could lower protein very low, I'm saying, ah, let's, let's build, 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 build. Let's push. Let's push protein. So I'm a big believer. I, 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 do that, I, do that, I do that in the prep time. Yeah. Prep time. I yeah. do that in the prep time. Yeah. I, I start at a certain ratio. Okay. Leave the caloric intake at the same and start playing with the macros. You know, more protein is C. Are you sweating more? Are you more, you know, are you getting, uh, are you getting hot after eating? You know, how hot after eating are you getting? Hotter than last week? Okay, leave it as, as it is, and, and and the body fat keeps on uh, it keeps on uh, you know going away, and they don't have to starve. Well, for for me, since I'm I'm low carb, high protein, and kind of moderate fat, I find that you're less hungry than high carb. I find with high carb, personally, it's a, my perception, my bias is you don't want to stop, and it, it's when you're. You know, who can get very lean below 6% body fat and high carb? I don't know that many Canadians can do it. Maybe Russian and Polish could do it. But here, yeah, I don't see it often. No, I know. I change. I change. We, we change strategies, you know, even if need to be, we change strategies every four weeks. Yeah. Periodization, your know, body gets used to stuff very fast, especially in an advanced stage when he's prepping, right? When she's prepping or whatever, when they're prepping, the body's adapting very fast. But this is what I do, okay? So let's say the guy's at 225 to 325 protein, 120 fat, fat and then he, he gets lean, he gets lean, and gets lean, and then eventually kind of fuck up, get small, or, or get too lean, or weight fluctuation is too radical. Then I do a carb up. And my carb up is high carb, clean carb, full color, but very high fiber, but low fat, low protein. He said, if we're about to do glucogen, let's do 90% glucogen and let's go high. So let's say the guy was at 3,000 calories. Now he's at 4,000. It's not a big change. And then we'll see how many days it's going to take for him at a thousand carb before there's too much temporary water retention. And usually between one and four days, but usually people after 15, 1600 carbs, no matter the weight, it's like, okay, the guy gets six, five, six pounds of water. And then we go back to my baseline. And my baseline is based on how much we think you look at 4% body fat with gluteal on stage. And we'll fit those macro to be anti-capitalism all the way down. That's and then you're just refeeding, I, and then just in case in case something happens, you're just refeeding. Yeah, exactly what we did. Uh, like when my when my girlfriend competed, when she competed last month, Cute. there was, what was it, two months ago, uh, four weeks ago she competed. So it was what uh, I think it was four weeks out or five weeks out. The uh, the thyroid started to uh, you know to shrink and the, yeah. to lower down. We 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 went. We did the lab test. Right away, we upped the carbs for three days. She didn't do nothing for three days. Thyroid went up. Everything started up like again. Beautiful. So you didn't use any cytomel or T3, T4? No, no. no Just allow no, food intake. No, do. no. Just refit for three days, and uh, she was basically uh, uh, staying on the couch. But uh, often testosterone has a positive outcome on T3. Some people use T3, but they don't need T3. They just need testosterone to go back at normal yeah. level. So you work with blood work? Most of the time, yes. Which makes blood sense. Work is, blood, blood, blood work is one thing. The way you feel, right? And that also the, your blood work will depend on the stuff you're taking, how much of it are you taking it, and how long on it are you already. You have to know. Maybe those blood words that are over the top, they're normal for you because something else trying to level it out. You understand? Yeah. For us, maybe uh, something of 20% higher 
is normal than for normal people that don't do drugs, that do steroids. You have to know how you feel. You feel good. You have stamina. And, and you don't get tired after walking a, a one flight of stairs, right? So you know right away your blood is not thickened. All the precautions, you have to know what to take, what to do in case something happens. I tell everybody, is it your first cycle? I don't care. Write it down by hand every day. What did you do? How you felt? Two minutes through the whole cycle. Then you will know for your next Log, Logging, information, exactly. data, story, narrative. It's, a, it's, a, this, it's an adventure. This happens what I did. Oh, this is what happens. This is what I did. Okay, let's do it again. Boom. Simple. It's so you basic. keep the winning formula. Of course. Yeah. Of course. If you look 100%, why would you come off the stage and start, start devising a new loading freaking uh, a week? Maybe it's going to go better, you know? No, you look 100% good. Stick to it. Get a little bit bigger. It's a marathon. It's not a freaking sprint. And everybody thinks it's a sprint because you're on the roads and, uh, you know, you get jacked and you go uh, win Olympia in a year. That's how people hear most of them perceive usage, you know? I ask them. Everybody comes to me for advice, comes to me for guidance. Okay. Oh, I want to take this and this and this. Okay. But what do you want to achieve with these compounds? If you tell me what you're going to, what you want to achieve, maybe there's different compounds. Maybe there's different combinations. Maybe there's something else I can propose to you. That's going to be healthier. So let's go back to the roadmap at 300. You said the guys at 750 test is very high, clean carbs. What else? What else is going on? Uh, what else was there? There was uh, MK677. Okay. At 30 milligrams at bedtime. But that's, that's you, you can buy it on that or that was to reach his 300 pounds? That was, I thought that, that was to reach his 300, 300 pounds. Okay. Does he mix GH with MK? As the no. sacred agog with GA, is it because he couldn't afford it? Is it because no, no, because we did uh, we did uh, CJC, okay, and we did uh, GRP uh, two. Is that too weak? Did you see him? Yeah, he was great. But how does he will look like with 10 units new spin? I do not recommend Chinese. But when you go to the to the uh, pharmacy here, uh, not everybody can afford it. So how much is Nutrapen or Dinotrope? Uh, when you when you go to the pharmacy here and uh, want to get Pfizer, uh, Pfizer you pay uh, about three hundred four hundred dollars for a pen, thirty six units. That's kind of okay ish. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's gonna last you for three days. You know what people what people make here as a salary? A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars a week. A month. A month. Yeah. Whoa. That makes it difficult to afford growth hormone. But can you get growth hormone without prescription? Or you ask for it? Or what's the No only underground? Chinese. No, you cannot, get here, you cannot get here in Poland. You, unfortunately, you cannot get anything without prescription as far as uh, steroids go, as far as HCG, insulin, uh, GHG. Uh, what else is there? How about the UGL? How about the UGL's culture? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? There is so many labs here, you wouldn't believe. Really? Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Is quality about the same or? You know what? I'm sticking to one since four years now, and I can't complain. When I need different compounds for my different guys, let's say like in a strongman or something else, right? Uh, I have I have some other people that actually provide that service and, and have those compounds, and I know they're making them good, but uh, to the basic basic stuff, so I just stick to I I, uh, I, I used to get when I uh, when I came to Poland four five years ago, and they never dicked me around and. My test is good. Awesome.
Yeah, it's, it's cheaper. It's cheaper if you if you would have bought it at the uh, the pharmacy because uh, for ten milliliter, uh, let's say two hundred milligrams of cypionate, you pay what twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. So and you, for five, you, you call for five you, amps for five amps farm grade at the pharmacy, you pay twelve dollars, five milliliters. 100 milligrams per milliliter, farm grade. Five ml, 100 milligrams. That's not. That's a. That's a very atypical package. I never saw that here. Five times 100 milligrams. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty unusual for me. Well, they stopped making umadrin in Poland. Really? That was such a. I, I was popular when I was young. Oh my! I God. know. I know. <laughs> you guys. You guys will do anything. You guys would do anything for that uh, at that yeah, time. It's very popular, yeah. Yeah. It, now, they, I, I believe they make it in, in, in Slovakia now. I have no clue. Yeah. Um, do you coach people all over Europe or you, you stick? I have, I have a strong man in France. I have a couple of guys in England. I have, couple of, uh, I have two people in the US, but mostly Poland. So... Let's talk about your other webinar, the uh, drug and sport. That's the one. Uh, you know what? Uh, the first one that I want to do because nobody touched really that subject yet. It's doping in sports for women. It is quite a bit different topic, you know? Yeah, it is. It's more complex too. Yeah. And it's, I found very many times it's very overdone in Poland. Like, overdone a lot. When uh, when the girls come uh, come off the station after a month, they, uh, they're they plus 30 pounds. True. Sadly, it's true. Yeah. You know, using diuretics, using using harsh diuretics, using... F <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get into that topic because it's it's just, you know... Like I told you before, people here think and will think for many generations that more is better. It's not. It's never will be. Not in this business. More will never be better. It's only going to get you faster to the grave. So the first seminar is going to be that. Uh, then the other one is going to be on brain chemistry. So brain doping. It's, it's, uh, mostly it's going to be like uh, uh, shorter versions of... of uh, of my seminars, but also uh, some new ones. And which one you mentioned, L-ornitine? That was the one? Which one? The one for the brain function, cognition. L-ornitine, that was the one? Uh, no. Uh, hordenine and pear. Phenylamine, uh, phenylamine and pear. And, and the hordenine, sorry. I'll show you later. You have it, you have it in Canada. And it's Can you cheap. repeat the name? I have a hard time understanding you. I, I'll write it to you later. I show it to you. Okay. There is a lot of uh, a lot of the tropics uh, that could be you know used in school. How about me? I use I go very like a natural, almost like terapeutic type. I do GABA, taurine, magnesium, and that's it. I just kind of find a, a replacement of neurotransmitters, especially for people with. Let's say trend or masteron or or EQ. I kind of always come with that regimen of the tree. I find there's a good synaptic signaling, and you know it seems to soothe the nervous system and take out the the, the, the glittery effect of harsher compounds, especially oh, when it comes yeah. to DHT drugs. Yeah, but uh, you know uh, there's better ones. Uh, magnesium for sure is a staple. It's a must in everybody's. Uh, uh, supplement uh, box because everybody's deficient in magnesium uh i do not uh, use uh, gaba i find gaba i don't feel it i haven't seen any studies yet that uh, uh that show that it actually passes the brain uh, blood barrier uh, blood brain barrier it, it, we, what i heard is i don't know if it's true but it is like if it does it's actually not it's 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 kind of a hiding other symptomatic issue it's like me, me to me, GABA works very fine. It's a very relaxing to me. It has this kind of a soothing effect, a bit like uh, 
gleasing, you know, there's kind of a soothing, more relaxed. I tend to be more hyper naturally. So I don't like hardcore downer, but just the kind of a chill, like, you know, CBD, you know, those, those light stuff works well for me. Fanny Boot also works that way fine. If you ever tried it, Fanny Boot? Yeah, I try it, but it made me a bit, not groggy, but it's kind of a, almost like a, a sleepiness that was kind of a, Maybe just was too much. Uh, yeah, maybe I took yeah. too much. Yeah, but especially back in those days, I was kind of overusing everything as an experiment. Also, I, re I remember I was going to ask you this. Uh, in your days, J JBL usage in, in bodybuilding. I, I didn't use the JBL version. I, I used the GHB version just to have fun and party. Oh, I don't know. I use it maybe every two, three weekend for about four years and the peak of, of mass and party gore. I kind of cocktail all that. It's very bad advice. I don't advise anyone to do it, but um, I never really got addicted to it. I never really did like for a long time, one or two vial, and I, it, that was enough for me to last forever. Mm. I got lucky with that. No, we do use a lot of CBD products, you know, the oils and stuff like that. They do work when you need to calm down a bit and you, you need to more relax to, to, towards, you, you know, your, your nighttime, your bedtime, right? Some supplementation for the night, like, you know, like you said, taurine or, or, uh, or magnesium and, uh, and maybe some L-theanine and stuff like that to calm you down even more before sleep. Uh, Anything else, you know, depending on the uh, depending on the athlete and depending really on the sport. I I don't only stick to bodybuilding. I have uh, I have I have guys and girls in tennis, professional tennis, where you know they cannot use any of uh, of of. Uh, tennis players Maldonia? They they do right, like uh, the Sharapova. She was caught with Meldonium. I use a lot of meldonium actually on my bodybuilding guys, especially. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I not a lot of meldonium, 500 milligrams a day, just one cup there. But uh, yeah, it helps with the cardiovascular. Uh, it helps with the brain. It helps with the sugar. It I has a lot of. It was a bit tough on the stomach. I find it maybe, maybe you don't tolerate uh, cellulose. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't tolerate much oral anyway, so yeah. I was but, but wouldn't you say it was was that because of your uh, bodybuilding uh, times that now that you have like these issues? No, I think I think just because I I I, I party too much. I was I was, you know, I you know I party maybe uh, once a month for three years it's not a lot but it's still it's enough to fucked up your health for a bigger guy yeah. and you know I was uh, I was halfway in bodybuilding halfway in making money and having fun I was not an all in bodybuilder I was more like you know like you said ex exploration I was an explorative in both in business and in bodybuilding and in life and uh, I'm glad I've done it that way. Kind of lead me to wisdom, but uh, if I really wanted the the pro card at any cost, first I was too old, and it was it's not the right solution. It's not the right strategy. You know? Yeah, no, it's not something you can. Oh, I I want it, and uh, but I'm not ready for it. But I don't know I'm, that I'm not ready for it. And then fucking two years after you're chasing it, three years after you're chasing it, and then you're depressed, and you don't know how why. <laughs> Yeah. You know? No, people people have to realize that sport is not for everybody. It's getting gaining popularity and everybody thinks anybody can do it. No. No fucking way. I've tried prepping for uh for Montreal for WBFF. The last show that Jenny was was competing. I tried tried prepping for that show. Four weeks I said, I'm not that fucking stupid. No. I, I I have I don't have what it takes and that's it. Yeah, it is it is very hard. Uh, it is very hard. It's a it's a crazy sport, but uh, I find the position of coaching of where I'm at very empowerment, and the people I work with they feel I guess they're they're they're, they're driving that, and uh, 
I didn't I didn't see many people hanging up so far, you know, unless there's financial trouble because it's yeah. an expensive sport. But uh, if money is safe, then seems to go pretty smoothly into the. But the end is harsh for anyone. So coming back to that 300 guy monster there. Yes, yes, yes. What else was there? So we said there was uh, MK4, MK four seven, MK six seven seven. Yeah. Uh, about seven, uh, seven, uh, seven, uh, seven fifty gram of test. Uh, what else was there? I can actually open him up and see what was there. Where is he? There was also uh, YK eleven. You know that one? By the way, of course. Yeah. What do you What do you think of YK11? By me, what I do is I do low dose because it's kind of a saturation pretty mm -hmm. quickly. So I do 0.3 ml pre-workout in bed, maximum three weeks because... How much, how, much is this in, how much is it in milligrams? Oh, that would be not much. That would be like a three, four. Okay. Three, four twice because... I use it in the gym as if you fight myostatin, you have more chance to build muscle a longer time at, at the activity of it. Mm -hmm. I so use it for, works. for four to six weeks at a time. No, even maybe, shorter. Me. Maybe, maybe tops twice a year. Top. Twice a year, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because playing with one GF or one GF correlative, unless it's PEG and GF, it kind of makes you die younger, you know? It's not super dangerous, but it's not kind of time you use your basis. Like, you probably lead to whoever what. So, yeah. You know. Do you ever, did you ever, like, when you were working with you guys, did you ever, like, monitor the, uh, uh, the uh, the levels of IGF, the lot of the levels of testosterone, and finding no, out what was the most what was the most anabolic. You know what I mean? What was the most yeah, anabolic combination? No. It kind of do it. It's getting now a little bit doable to get blood work. There's kind of more fluency and stuff, but it's still pretty much not impossible. But it's it's it's, it's an headache, you know. It's not like in, in, in Australia where you just pay like $17 and you have... Yeah, exactly. Here you go. You get your blood drawn. And I think for... Uh, I mean, IGF-1 and HGH uh, are the most too expensive labs so far. Uh, for dollars, I would say what, like 40 bucks to do them. Wow. I wish, I wish it was that. If it was that fluency and easy, I would do it all the time, you know, to figure it out exactly. What I'm interested in the blood test, it would be more the, the time of clearance, you know. If you mm -hmm. do a, tau, a one gram of test at week four at that plasma level, how long, if you stop at four weeks out, how long it will last? And then you can kind of figure, uh, you know, the responsiveness, the genetic responsiveness to androgen. But at the same time, you see it in the result. So, you know, the, the body will talk a lot. I'm really based on the, the skin, the, the eye, the look of the jaw, the tension, the mobility. I think the, the skin tone, the, you know, there's a way to read behind. I'm not talking about the diagnostic because I'm not a doctor, but at the same time, it's bodybuilding. You want to kind of have it all. You want the shyness, the beauty, the insertion, the, the stamina, the, the charisma, the beautiness, the, the skin that's kind of shine and looks healthy. You want that kind of a, almost like a beautiful, aesthetic, plastic look. And you say, oh, yeah, wow, boom. Yeah. Uh, with a nice 3D in the nice muscle belt. Yeah. yeah. If it's not 4D. <laughs> 4D level. <laughs> that's it, you know. Well, brother, that was, it's been almost an hour. That was a great conversation. I think we do it again and again and again. You're a very great dress and you drop some very with, with wisdom, knowledge bomb. And uh, you know what? I, I always, uh, when I go out, when I go out and do my seminars, you know, I, I always tell the people, I'm not here to teach you anything. I'm here to empower you to think. Powerful. And that's it.
If they don't think logically, there is nobody able to help them. Are you with you guys 24-7? I'm not. No, I'm not. Listen to your, like you said, listen to your body. If you learn to listen to your body, you won't need me. But the thing is, the thing is, is what I find very intriguing is like you, you go like, okay, we'll do uh, trend at 200, masterone at 300, primobolin at 300, testosterone at 500. You're going to eat this amount of carbs, uh, three sprint a day, this little time, short time span of intermittent fasting. In three weeks, you'll be at this amount of body fat. And then you go with a perfect genetics and it's like, it goes right to the plan. It's almost <laughs> like crazy. So I you know. go like week, eat seven, eight, six, five, four, and then you go. And, 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 and all that uh, eating pizza twice a week. I'm not I've, a big fan I've, of I've seen those guys. I've, I've, I've seen those guys. Yeah. I, I have one like that. I have one like that. You know what? Now he's on an all clean diet and it doesn't go off. He doesn't what? He, he do and, and the fat doesn't come out and he doesn't feel good. I said, listen, why are you scared again? Remember what happened last year? You stopped your face with, you stopped your face with pizza and burgers twice a maybe, week. Maybe because it was sodium potassium. Maybe it was an electrolyte balance. No, he takes care of that. He no, he takes, yeah. he looks good. He looks good. He looks good. But it always helps with the head. When the head goes straight after that pizza, everything goes down. I, I cannot explain it to you how it works physically or, you know, uh, but it does. But the problem I have with cheat is I find that even though it will kick and look great and could kind of metabolically put it forward, there's almost like a, a underlying anxiety that with, with time goes higher. And I find that clean carbs, they're more predictable and uh, they might be more boring, but at the same time, they're... It really depends on the person I found. Yeah. It, really, yeah. it really depends on the person. Because also, I have, a, I have a guy that when you give him a cheat meal, he's going to only live for the next one. You understand? And that's also no good. That's true. Yeah. Comes an obsession. <laughs> yeah, it comes an obsession. <laughs> And it comes an obsession and it goes, you know, it's going to drive you crazy. The last four, six weeks of your prep, it's going to just drive you nuts. Some people are cut for it. Some people are not. When I did my first seminar in Poland five years ago, first one, there was maybe 40 people in the, in the, in the room. I came out. You know what I said? I said, I look at the crowd. I said, maybe there's four people that have genetics for the sport. And everybody goes, what the fuck? What, what, what do you mean? You see it in people, you know? I mean, I see it. You see it for sure, too. Yeah, but at the same time, I find that uh, because now you have classic and you have male physique and you have just being healthier, better. So I find it very appealing to work with people that are maybe less gifted genetically too i mean that's my favorite it's sure fun to work with people that you know like feel it's a challenge because you like a challenge i like, I like a, a challenge. challenge too that's it yeah i'm all i'm all for the challenge i'm all for the challenge well if there, is no, ch if there is no challenge ben if there is no challenge i don't get my dopamine fix i don't get out i don't get off the couch <laughs> think about it <laughs> till next time so tell me why did you, before we handed the last weird question is like, why, why do you collect the pigs? Why are there so many pigs around? Is that the, a symbol to remind you? Because, 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 because it confuses people. My Instagram is a Muppet show. It confuses people. I like to keep it that way. Uh, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine gave me my first uh, Ikea pig. Then when I went to, uh, to a bodybuilding show with my guys, I dressed the pig in a in a dog uh, in a dog shirt, and it just you know sticks stayed with me since then. And my girlfriend bought the other uh, I don't know how many pigs are there, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen already. The collection now. Yeah, and I always drive with one. The original is always in the car. So where we can find you on the, the virtual world, internet, uh, Facebook, etc. Where where you're at? 
unfortunately, my fan page in Facebook on Facebook is in Polish, but uh, you know, if anybody wants to read uh, my stuff, they can click translate, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I'll send you the links because zdrowe uh, życie za pomocą chemii it means uh, it means uh, healthy living uh, with the help of chemistry. That's how it translates by uh, my web page. Healthy living with chemistry. <laughs> I'll send you the link after. And, yeah, uh, and my uh, Instagram is uh, the official chemical wizard. The official chemical wizard. Yeah. Well, thank you, my friend. It's been an honor and we'll do it again because you're awesome. For sure. For sure. The next one may be peut-être le prochain français. Parce que j'ai besoin de pratiquer mon français, non? Ben oui, you have to practice your French. Will be an honor, man. Au revoir, français. <laughs> you laugh at my French. <laughs> Take care, brother. Merci Thank beaucoup. You. Thank bye you. Bye bye. Yeah.